Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Run to the left. Edwards bounces outside, cuts it up, and darts in. Second rushing touchdown of the game for Gus Edwards. Finished with three. CBS on the call, 19 carries, 80 yards, 4.2 per attempt, long of 10. You heard during Nolan's update, most carries in a game since 2019. Remember, he missed all of the 2020 season with a knee injury. But Gus Edwards, we've been asking at least a couple of us for him to get some more attempts, and he was by far the leading rusher for the Ravens yesterday against Arizona. And big, fast, physical. He he looked determined. Thought he ran the ball hard. You know, and he moved a pile. Thought he looked good. Burrowing his way into the end zone. Here's John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, talking about Gus Bus. It was big. I mean, you know, the second half, we got the run game going. We were throwing the ball quite a bit in the first half, you know, and, uh, and we had some success doing it. But, uh, but uh, to get the run game going in the second half and in the fourth quarter, to be able to take the ball down there, take up all that time and score, that was a huge drive right there. Two, two of them, really. Yeah, they had 20 rushes in the second half, and they had nine in the first half. And they had 18 throws in the first half, and they had nine in the second half. So, yeah, they ran ran the ball. And, like, he's talking about on the one long drive they had, you know, where they pounded it and ate clock and everything. I mean, that was – I mean, they had the ball for nine minutes in the fourth quarter. You know, I mean, Arizona had it six minutes, but they scored 17 points, which is a joke. Yeah, you can't let that happen. And the Ravens, obviously, probably uh, kicking themselves for allowing that to be a reality. But Mark Andrews, he got in the end zone again yesterday. And Mark Andrews, after the win, talked about that Ravens offensive performance. I think that, you know, you look at the first drive, it was good, and then we started to find our groove. But there was too many drives where we weren't in a groove, you know. And, you know, that's the part where I still feel like we controlled the game. Obviously, when you have a great defense like that, you can control the game and, and, and have some stalls. But for us, if we're able to capitalize and, and score and drive the ball and, and too many three and outs. So uh, we got to work on that. Yeah, I don't. Sounds to me like everybody that we've heard, Bob, nobody's satisfied. No, you know, I mean, they won. You know, like, is there going to be celebrating on the plane? Probably not a ton. You know, it'll be it'll be a quieter um, flight. Now, if they would have been 
let's say, flying from Detroit back home, then it would have been a jovial, happy. This one, I'm guessing they're kind of, all right, we got out of that. Let's go get ready for Seattle. And I'm speaking here as a fan, just <coughs> watching the game. And I wasn't satisfied with what I was watching. From an entertainment value, it got closer that it should have. But Mark Andrews talked about the three and outs. Ravens were four for 11 yesterday. Third down efficiency. They were four for four in the red zone. So that's what? Five for six last week. That's nine for nine out of 10 in the last yeah. two games combined. And they were, what, 100% other than those two games? And the Pittsburgh game was kind of a joke. Well, they were one for six against Tennessee. Yeah. But against Pittsburgh, they would have been damn good if they'd have caught the ball. You know, that was the issue there. And they'd have blown the crap out of them in the game, too, if they'd have caught the ball. Yeah, Because Pittsburgh stinks, in my opinion. We'll get to them when we talk to Jason Cole and when we get to NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. But with the Ravens at 6-2, and Kansas City got their pants pulled down. Patrick Mahomes had the flu, though. Apparently, that's uh, he and, was not, and he was not at 100%. And Taylor Swift wasn't there. Oh, my God. We're all yeah. going to lose our minds. I like how Denver was playing Taylor Swift songs after the game, though. Oh, they were? Walk off to this, a-holes. But anyway, here's uh, Mark Andrews when he was asked whether or not the Ravens should be considered among the best teams in the National Football League. Do I think that, you know, we have incredible players? Yeah, I do. I think that this team is special. And, you know, I think it's it's anybody that watches our games can see that. You know, the type of the caliber of players from at every position that we have is special. And, and that includes the coaching staff. So, you know, we're not we're never satisfied. This is just the beginning. You know, I think the last three weeks we could have been, you know, turning that leaf over and, and getting better and better. So for us, just continue to work, focus on ourselves, tone all the outside noise. That's noise out. That doesn't matter to us. We're just working, worried about ourselves and getting better. Um, yeah, and it still goes back to consistency, you know, because we didn't see the consistency. What, they have four three-and-outs, Bob, yesterday? The the consistencies that, you know, the week before they they didn't, you know, I mean, they were consistent. Now they were back to inconsistent again because, I mean, they got, what, half the yardage that they had the week before. Miami, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Kansas City all sit at 6-2 and two in the AFC right now. Miami, Baltimore, Kansas City, and who is it? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Winners of five in a row, by the way. Yeah. Um, those are all – well, they all got good quarterbacks, Bob. I mean, that's that's the, the main thing. Fiddy and Haney, 105.7 The Fan News from the Nest. Lamar Jackson was asked about that run-heavy second half. Coach's decision, Coach Monk, but I, I believe we, we got away from the runs. We was passing the ball a lot early in the game, and I believe we should have been running a little bit, just balance our offense out because last week when we was balancing our offense, we, we showed strides of being great all, all calibers across the board. Damn, he calls out Monk a lot, doesn't yeah, he? he said we should have been <laughs> running more even though he was doing all right in the first half. But again, it sounds like they're striving for something that they feel as though they haven't reached yet consistently. First half against Detroit, you can't play any better than they did offensively. But how do you bottle it up and keep that thing rolling every week? Well, the the biggest... Each team's a, a different challenge. You know? And I'm guessing, Bob, if you ask them to a man... um your mental approach, you know, I mean, were you as enthused, excited, jacked up for Arizona as you were Detroit? 
My guess is probably not. You know, and and should they have run it more? They they didn't run a lot of uh, the RPO stuff, Bob. You know, so um, I'm not. I, that's why I can't wait to watch the all twenty two tomorrow because I want to see if you know. I mean, I don't. I mean, a, Bob. I mean, the thing that shocks me a little bit, you know. I mean that. Lamar was 12 out of 18 in the first half, had 103 quarterback rating and everything. What quarterback says we need to run up more? I guess Lamar did yesterday, that's for sure. That finally, Odell Beckham Jr. didn't have a catch, but he helped get that ball in the end zone, drawing those P.I.s. Lamar, what do you think of that? Great. But, um, we're trying to get him a touchdown. It would be great if it would have been touchdowns instead of P.I.s, but uh, we appreciate the call. But yeah, we just got to keep getting after it because we need him to score. He deserves it. He likes to throw it to him, Bob. He likes to throw it. You know, in, usually on third down. He really likes to throw it to him on third down. You know, that slant route. And um, and they get down the red zone again. We're getting another pass to Odell. I, you know, he was pretty adamant he wants to get Odell a touchdown. Yeah, still searching for his first touchdown, as is Rashad Bateman. Also, put this in perspective a little bit. Zay Flowers has 44 catches. Aguilar. Beckham, Bateman have 45 combined. Damn. Combined. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. We'll come back. Let's count that cash. Buy or sell that Jason Cole, longtime NFL writer, joins us bottom of the hour. Talk about the 6-2 and two Ravens. 6-2, and two, three other teams, same thing. In the AFC right now, best record in the NFL belongs to the Eagles, who are 7-1. and one. What about the trade deadline? That's tomorrow. Any blockbuster? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Coming our way. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 
1057 The Fan. Victory Monday. Well, for the Ravens anyway. 31-24 over the Cardinals. Three in a row. Six and two in the year. First place in the AFC North. Back home for three starting this Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. Maryland, they lose. World Series is even at a game apiece. Ngano and Fury, you know, I don't know what you want to call that, but, you know, what was the line? It's the gladiator where he says, are you not entertained? Was that gladiator? I believe so, yeah. yeah. So I was entertained, right? That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know, because the world revolves around me, I guess. It's video at Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Hopefully the world revolves around some money by herself. Yeah, the Dow's up 346, Bob. The S&P's up 28. NASDAQ is up 97. DraftKings is down three cents. Under Armour's up 16 cents. Let's start here in the NBA. The Lakers open their season with a loss to the Nuggets, and the focus on that one, not about the defending champs and you know their impressive win, Jokic another triple double, but of course about LeBron James, his workload. He played less than 30 minutes in that one, and uh, according to Darvin Ham, that was by design that they're going to be limiting LeBron's minutes this season. Well, it didn't take long for that to be thrown out the window. Their second game of the season, they beat the Suns uh, with a fourth-quarter rally, and James played the entire fourth quarter, played well over 30 minutes, and he said that that was his choice in the moment. I guess we should have known his workload limits weren't going to be a concrete thing every single game, but Bob, are you buying or selling that James will average uh, more than 30 minutes a game this year? played 39 last night. And the overtime loss to uh, Sacramento. Oh, I'm, I'm buying that he'll play over 30 minutes a game because he'll he'll demand it. Mm-hmm. He's going to sit on the bench when they're struggling to win games. By the way, the win against Phoenix was minus Booker and Bradley Beal. So I'm not taking anything away from said win. Denver's three and up. By the way, just throw it out there. Defending champs <clears throat> won again last night. Go over to the NFL here. The Jets made an effort to stack their roster this offseason. They added a ton of depth wherever they could, but the result has been some disgruntled players. We know Dalvin Cook, he wasn't happy with his touches uh, since he joined New York on a trade. Uh, And now on the defense, Carl Lawson recently popping off about his snap count. Uh, The quote here last week said, I definitely want to play and contribute. I know I can. I've proven that. I'm a football player, not a cheerleader. Uh, Just last year, Lawson had seven sacks for the Jets. This year, uh, zero while playing roughly 25-30% of the defensive snaps a game. Vinny, buy or sell. Lawson uh, will be on the move ahead of tomorrow's deadline. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. He was inactive. Um, Maybe because they already got a buyer. I mean, a lot of people looking for pass rushers. I'll say he's gone. All righty, we'll go back to the NBA. Uh, A breakout year last year for Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Averaged 31 points per game. And because of that, he's now really uh, an MVP candidate for this year, at least a guy to keep an eye on. But if he wants to bring home that award, he's going to have to adjust to a slightly different role. They've taken the ball out of his hands. They're spreading the ball around more on the offense. He's not the main ball handler, I guess, Uh, And he himself, he says he has no problems with it, actually cited Michael Jordan, his career path, where he had to give up handling the ball at a certain point in his career, play more off ball, and simply put, Gilgis Alexander said, if Michael Jordan has to do it, 
I definitely have to do it. Uh, Bob, are you buying or selling that playing off-ball will take his career to new heights? I'll buy that because Josh Giddy's the main ball handler now who's no slouch himself. He's kind of a triple-double waiting to happen. So I think this benefits the team in general. And Holmgren's having a nice little beginning to his NBA career. They got a nice team. They got blown out last night by Denver, but they got a nice squad there in OKC. How about the Browns? Deshaun Watson didn't suit up again yesterday. The Browns losing to the Seahawks. It's just, well, it's the fourth time this season that he's missed a start. And it's got to be extremely frustrating for Cleveland fans, not just because of all the money that they're paying him, but the team is actually in pretty good position to be good this year. That defense has been outstanding. They are 4-3, and three, largely thanks to the defense I just mentioned, but still in the playoff race as well, I believe... They'd be the seventh seed today if the season ended. I could be wrong, but they're certainly in the race. But Vinny Byersell, the Browns can still make the playoffs even if Watson makes less than 10 starts this year. Um, I'll buy it just because the defense is so good. All right, and uh, we'll close with this one oh, here. Real quick, yes. for the record. If the playoffs started today, the Browns would be the seventh okay. seed. And go to ESPN and read it yourself. There's a lot of tie-breaking right. scenarios. There's a lot of four and three teams. Steelers in the sixth seed, I believe, right? Yeah, that's, right. that can't be right. Right. Well, <laughs> that's why the season doesn't I mean, end. Yeah, they, the Ravens are the fourth seed. Well, we'll close with this year in baseball. Cattell Marte, how about this guy? MVP of the NLCS, and for good reason, every single game of his postseason career – and this dates back to 2017, I believe, the last time he was in the playoffs. He's recorded a hit in every postseason game of his career. That streak is now at 18 games after Game 2 of the World Series, which is an MLB record. He passed Derek Jeter, Manny Ramirez, among others, uh, to extend that streak. And now here we are in Game 3 of the World Series tonight. He's on fire right now, Bob. Buy or sell. Uh, hit streak gets extended to 19 tonight for Martin. I'll buy it because Scherzer's uh, he's been getting kind of lit up a little bit, so he'll he'll find a way to get himself another knock. I'm not saying they're going to win the game. We'll talk about that in the one o'clock hour World Series game three. You can hear it on 105.7 The Fan and college basketball recruiting news. And I know Duke fans are all pissed because you know the Yankees didn't even make the playoffs and the Lakers lost. I mean, you get it. Duke fans tend to be those. Well, they got the number one uh, Cooper Flag, top-rated uh, prospect college basketball committed to Duke today. And they've got a bunch of other top five-star kind of guys coming in for John Shire. So number one recruit in the country commits to Duke. He's Cooper Flag. Get to know him. And if you hate Duke like I do, get to loathe him. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. One station with inside access to all Baltimore sports. 105.7 The Fan. Biddy and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Victory Monday. If you're a Ravens fan anyways, they win yesterday 31-24. Stinging Monday if you're a Maryland fan as they lose at Northwestern, which we'll get to later on in the show. Joining us now, Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Talk about the National Football League. Week 8 wraps up tonight as the Lions look to bounce back after getting blown out by the Ravens last week, taking on Jimmy G and the Raiders. Monday Night Football fun. Detroit 7.5 point favorites. Veteran NFL writer joins us on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome back to the show Jason Cole. Jason, good afternoon. What is happening here? Life is beautiful. That's, like, that's like what I can tell you. Well, <laughs> well, Pete Rozelle, way back when, wanted parity in his uh, National Football League. And we were just looking at the standings. Four teams, six and two in the AFC. Yeah, Philly leading the way at seven and one overall. Bunch of teams, four and three, three and four, whatever it is. But is this parity as Pete Rozelle had hoped for way back when? And if so, is it a good thing? Well, actually, parity way predates. I don't mean to give you a history lesson, but this goes back to like the Burt Bell days. <laughs> they wanted parity way back then because they re- realized that was the best way to uh, keep people interested all season long. So um, certainly Pete preached it, um, and you know they did all the TV deals as a result. But the final product that you have today, yeah, like year after year, teams are only a couple of players away from, you know, being undefeated to go to losing three in a row, like San Francisco. I mean, three weeks ago, we all were ready to crown San Francisco as the best team in the league. And Brock Purdy was the next big thing. And he's still a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's not a guy who can overcome what's missing around him. And that's the point. You know, you take away Debo Samuel, you take away Trent Williams, you've got an injured Christian McCaffrey. Things are not perfect with that team. The defense is not going great right now. All of a sudden, you've got a team with a three-game losing streak that everybody's worried about. Oh, are they going to fall out of the playoffs? Like The 49ers should be there by the end of the year and are really good. Um, but that's just the nature of this league. You go through a lot of ups and downs here. The only consistent team out there right now to me is the Eagles. 
At 7-1 and survived a shootout with Washington. But you mentioned the 49ers game, Jason. Since he wins out there, coming off a bye, and, you know, Ravens beat them a few weeks back where Joe Burrow didn't look like he was 100%, but seems to be trending in that direction. So we want to talk about a dangerous team over the next, you know, 10 weeks of the season. Where does Cincy rate on that meter? Oh, look, Cincy's as good as on a given day. They're as good as anybody in the AFC, including, you know, Kansas City, right? You know, which has been the most consistent team in the AFC so far, in my view, but, you know, got got hit yesterday, right? And also, you know, slipped in the opener against Detroit. But no, Cincinnati, with the weapons that they have, if they can just block a little bit for Burrow and keep him upright. And yesterday, the most important thing is he took off running. Two or three times. And, and I'm not saying he's Lamar Jackson, but he was effective. And more importantly, he was decisive in running. He wasn't sitting there favoring the, the calf or the ankle or, or worried that he was going to possibly pop that thing. And once he's able to move around, plant his feet, do the things that he needs to do, occasionally run what he needs to. I'm like, they ran a, they ran a quarterback draw at one point in time in that game, which they haven't run all season. I mean, if he can do all of those things, then you're right back to Joe Burrow is one of the top three, four, five quarterbacks in the league. Hey, Jason, you know, watching Jacksonville and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh to me is kind of an imposter. A little bit. I, I can see where you're coming from for this one. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they're a completely one-sided team. Like, their defense it, it can be so dangerous and so tough, but they just can't move the ball. And this is like I'm not an expert at play calling and, and offensive design, right? But I've watched enough football over the 30 plus years where you look at it and say, this is not inventive um, route design. This is like four guy. If they have four, send four receivers out. It's like Oh, just go beat your guy. We're not running combination routes. We're not doing a lot of stuff. And maybe you can argue that Pickett is not sophisticated enough yet to get there. But we're also not talking about really complicated stuff. We're talking about easy stuff to get guys open for easy throws. And they just don't do it. And then they, on top of that, you know, Deontay Johnson early in the game, this is where I, you know, Deontay Johnson complaining about the officiate. Hey, buddy, how about catch the first two balls that were thrown your way? Don't worry about the officiating. Like you had a big play at the beginning of the game that you just dropped on the ground. That you know you've got to make that play. Stop worrying about you know calls going against you. So like they're just it's not very sophisticated. They're not making plays and Pickett is developing. That's a bad combination on offense, and they're not a very good team overall. But their defense, yes. They can occasionally do some things on defense like they did in the victory over Baltimore where they can wreak havoc. You just can't do that week after week and expect to win. Hey, Jason, what do you think of Dolphins? And then next week we got Kansas City and the Dolphins in Germany. I look, that one should be really fun, although I think that one depends on if either team can get ahead by 10 points, it becomes really rough for the other team, right? Like, if the Dolphins can get ahead by 10 points and force action, 
then they can play at a pace that very few teams like to play at, including Kansas City. Like, they don't want to play at that kind of pace right now. They want to lean on their defense because they don't have the consistency at the wide receiver position, and Kelsey's banged up, right? So they don't want to be playing games that are in the, you know, high 30s and 40s. They want to play in the mid-20s, you know, to possibly mid-30s, whereas the Dolphins are like, look, we'll play games. We want to play games at 35 and over. And we want to get the tempo going as fast as we can. Whereas if Kansas City gets up 10 nothing, they can dictate the pace because they've got a really good defense. And the Dolphins aren't as good a comeback team because you force them into having to throw and you can throw a lot more things at Tua. So, like, it's an interesting matchup. Again, people you know talk about the fact that Miami has had two you know, tough opponents, Baltimore and Philly so far, and they got beaten up in those games. Well, they can get beaten up by Kansas City, depending on how the early part of this game goes. Jason, you think Detroit bounces back tonight? Yeah, I, I, like I think Detroit's really a good team. I mean, they're not a great team, and they're best suited when they're playing power football to set up Jared Goff for play action. If you get on top of them the way that Baltimore got on top of them last week. Then, you know, you just dictate tempo and you it, you can take away a lot of things that Goff likes to do and you make it a, a much harder for him to play. All right. So they're not they're not by by any stretch of the imagination a, a complete team, but they're so much better than they were. Like they bought into what Dan Campbell is selling mm-hmm. and they're playing power football at a time when most teams in the league don't know how to play power football. So if you're one, the if you're the outlier in the way that you play, you can you can win a lot of games in this league. And again, they they're an outlier and they play a pretty tough brand of offensive football, and it helps their defense and it covers up their defense. But they're not built to come back from big deficits in any way, shape, or form. Jason, you think there's going to be much action tomorrow on the trade deadline? A little bit. I mean, if I was like if I was Jacksonville, I'd be going. I'd be really looking for a wide receiver um, out here. I think Washington, with the two pass rushers available, um, you know, you always are. You know, you always want pass rushers. I know the Carolina team's t- talking about how Brian Burns is going nowhere, but you know, he's going to want a whole truckload of money this offseason to stay. I, like there's a few, there's a handful of players. Now, Derrick Henry, I don't expect he's going to go anywhere. But if I was Dallas, mm-hmm. I, you know, look, I just don't believe in Tony Pollard. I, I don't believe that he's going to be the answer for them long term, the way that they want to play. I think they have to have a power running back. But Jerry's playing this count and mouse game where he said, "Well, I'm not going to be calling anybody because I don't want to overpay." Well, do you want to win? Do you want to take the best chance you have to win a championship? To me, that's upgrading your running game so that you can play the kind of football your coach wants to play. Do the Ravens need a Derrick Henry? I mean, Gus Edwards just scored three touchdowns yesterday, and I know there's been some Jason interweb linkage between the two sides. Is that a move that makes Baltimore how much better in the AFC? I mean, look, it suits what they want to do, but they're also a team that can get by with lesser running backs. So, you know, you don't have to do that. To me, to me, the way that Dallas wants to play commands much more that you have Derrick Henry, and I'd be willing to pay a bigger price for him if I was Dallas. 
if I was Baltimore, I'd say, okay, what is the price that my war? I mean, is it worth paying for that one? And, and like, yeah, but I would stick my neck out if they're sitting there going, well, we want a first plus something else, or we want a second plus a third and plus this, and, you know, like, that's where I'd sit there and go, no, I think I can get by with the guys that I have. Jason Cole, longtime NFL writer. Uh, Jason, tell our listeners about what you got going on there. I know you wrote the book about Elway, and, you know, we've talked about it before. Being a Baltimore guy, I'm supposed to hate him, but I love John Elway. And uh, that was a cool yeah, book. Well, yeah. it, was, it wasn't Baltimore. It was not the city of Baltimore's fault that John Elway did not play in Baltimore. It was the fact, it was Bob Irsay and Frank Cush. That it was not about the city. Now, unfortunately, they did make it about the city because they came up with a language excuse and Marvin Demoff. So the people in Baltimore should let let go of that one. It was it was an owner that you wanted to get that you hated anyway. Yes, the people in Baltimore should blame Bob Irsay a lot more than anybody else. But that's forty years ago. Uh, Look, I, what I've got going on right now is I'm you know, working at the 33rd team, doing some stuff for them, and in the middle of trying to sell a screenplay now that the the writer's strike is over and write some other stuff. And uh, I came out with a book about six months ago called um, Shut Up, Your Kid Is Not That Great, um, with which Tom Brady Sr. <clears throat> helped me write the forward to it. So it's a a great parenting book for parents who are trying to figure out, hey, how do I exactly, you know, how do I exactly help my kid without becoming a burden on their on their growth and development? Jason Cole, always appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, and we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, Jason. Anytime. Yep. Be good. Thanks, guys. There he is, Jason Cole. It's video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Come back, reset the program before you got NFL lunch. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll look at our picks. How do we do this weekend? College, not so great for the old Bobster. NFL, maybe had a little more success. I don't know. Nolan keeps track of all of these things. Got World Series Game 3 coming up tonight. Arizona at home, taking on the Rangers. Series tied at a game apiece. Maryland Maryland loses at Northwestern. I've said it before. I'll say it again, and I'm going to say it again. Unacceptable law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. They don't. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. They was calling. Everything was in their favor. Like, they were getting every little call. Like, but it is what it is. But we can't, I, like I said, I ain't, I'm moving on from it. Like, I'm ready for Thursday. It's Deontay Johnson, Steelers wide receiver, complaining about the officials after their loss yesterday. 
to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll get to the picks coming up around 115 or so. But usually, Vinny, when you come out and you lambaste the refs like that, it's going to cost you in the old uh, wallet area. No doubt about it. He's getting fined. But, you know, you got to say what's on your piece or what you got to say what's on your mind. Say your piece. And, you know, maybe uh, it opens the eyes to the uh, league offices or they just like, you know, whatever, stop whining. And as Jason Cole said, you know, catch a couple passes. You don't have to worry about us screwing your game up for you. I'm guessing that's what Tomlin will say. Don't worry about them. You know, worry about what you do. But, uh, yeah, the referees, they, uh, they're catching a lot of heat throughout the league every week. And shouldn't they be under a little bit more scrutiny, though, in I, all fairness? I mean, players get cut. Coaches get fired. Referees yeah. send a guy to talk to a poll reporter to explain things. Like the Ravens game, when Arizona was about to measure on a fourth down, and they just moved the ball back six inches. No explanation. Even Ross Tucker was like, they were literally bringing the chains out onto yeah, the field were, to yeah. measure. And he was short. But they backed it up six inches, and that was it. And yeah. then the official said after the game that uh, there was, I guess, a, a replay uh, mandate from, from the booth. New York that yeah. says move it back a little bit. But it would have been nice if uh, they would have got on mic and explained exactly why they did what they did. So I can understand that. Yeah. And the officiating, um, it's just okay. You know, I mean, to me – there's a lot of a uh, lot of mistakes. I I thought the Ravens game, you know, some of those PI calls and stuff I didn't think were really legit calls. Now we saw again. We'll get to NFL lunch coming up top of the hour. We saw the Tennessee Titans wearing the uh, Houston Oilers. Yep. Throwback uniforms, and the University of Houston tried that sort of thing themselves. And the NFL said no. It's a cease and desist. It violates the NFL merchandising and licensing for bylaws uh, for the Houston you, Cougars. Really? They were going to wear not necessarily Oilers uniforms, but the color scheme. Like Houston's red and white. Yeah. But they were going to wear the, the Oiler blue or whatever the color is and, you know, those sorts of things. And NFL said shut her down. Wow. Wow. They wore them the first week of the season, paying homage to the uh, former team, NFL team, that resided there for many years. NFL is about one thing, Bob. Don't forget it either. It's about the cake. Yep. No doubt. I mean, at some point in time, I mean, it's like, let's lighten up a little bit here. I mean, there there are similarities between the uniforms, but I don't know, man. I just find it to be a little... uh, a little aggressive. Over the top, yeah. Yeah, just uh, shut that thing down. Her uh, Cousins out for the year. Torn Achilles yeah, in I the wind. I feel bad for him, Bob. Against I mean, Green Bay. They, they're, all of a sudden, they get back to 4-4, four and, four and they're in it. And, and they're going to get Jefferson back. And then he gets hurt. And Addison's really stepped up, you know, his game. So, I feel bad for the Vikings. You know, because, I mean, before you're like, you know, I mean, you win the game. All right. You know, we got to show we're only two games behind Detroit. Well, it goes back to what we just talked about with Jason Cole. Also, a lot of mediocrity in this league. And at four and four, you're putting yourself in a pretty interesting 
possible playoff scenario. Now you're without your quarterback who has been playing well. I know he takes a lot of heat, primetime cousins. He doesn't play well on the national stage, but he's among the league leaders in touchdown passes. And if the playoffs started today, the Vikings would be in yeah. at four and four. Now they got to go find, I mean, where do you find a quarterback? I mean, but Cousins, Cousins is in the top five passing in the league. You know, it's not like you can just go get anybody to fill in. Cousins has been pretty damn good. So they lose their quarterback, Minnesota does. Also, New England's top receiver, Kendrick Bourne, he tore his ACL. He's out for the year. And that's a team that's challenged offensively anyway. Bob, I'm surprised that more guys didn't get hurt for the Ravens because everybody was slipping and sliding on that grass, which to me it was kind of total BS. You know, I, I guess what you got to do in those types of situations is you got to go see what the other team cleat-wise is wearing and then wear the similar type cleats because they're the ones that play on it, you know, at home all the time. I mean, but you know, I saw a bunch of guys slip. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. It's NFL lunch. Feed you some football. We'll get to our picks. We got some chin music as we preview game three of the World Series, a game you can hear on 105.7 The Fan tonight. Coming up at 8 o'clock, if you want to get in, you can. Hey, Ravens won. They won three in a row. The offense wasn't as dynamic as it was last week against Detroit, but they got the W. That's kind of all that matters. And escaped for the most part without any serious injuries. John Harbaugh is going to meet with the media coming up in about an hour and a half or so. But if you want to judge the team you're more than welcome to get in here and do so we got maryland losing at northwestern terps have now dropped three in a row i said it friday if they lose to northwestern they won't win another game i hope i'm wrong but you'll be hard pressed to point out when they're going to be favored again this season that's for sure you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 